listening to The Terrific Teacherpreneur, a podcast for teachers looking to grow a successful online business. Your host, Alex, was able to transform her Teachers Pay Teachers store from a small side hustle into a profitable full-time business. She now helps other teachers do the same. Listen along for actionable tips and helpful wisdom about business and marketing as a teacherpreneur. Here's your host, Alex. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Terrific Teacherpreneur. This is my last episode of the productivity series. So for the last few episodes, I've been talking about work schedules, batching, scheduling apps, templates, that kind of thing. So this is the final episode to round all that off. So I definitely recommend listening to those episodes and applying some of those strategies because I really think it will transform your productivity. So in today's episode, I want to talk about two things. I want to talk about to-do lists and I want to talk about setting goals. They can be connected, but they are also two separate things. So I hope that's okay. When I start talking about to-do lists, I'm also going to be talking about the alternative that I use, which is a work schedule. So if you're not quite sure what that is, I would definitely recommend listening to episode two because I went into depth about what a work schedule is and what that looks like for me. So when you hear me talk about it, you'll understand what I mean. But let's get started. So I want to start off this episode by saying that if you are someone who loves to-do lists, don't worry, I'm not going to say that you can never ever use them again or that you have to throw away all your notepads and pens. That's not what I'm saying, but I do think there are alternatives to them and I do think there are better ways to use them to make you feel less overwhelmed. So my issue with to-do lists is that often they tend to just be never-ending. You just keep adding tasks to them and some tasks just stay on there and never leave and it just feels like this overwhelming amount of things you have to do. So I talked in episode two about how I have a work schedule instead and it means that I just don't have that continuous piece of paper that's always kind of taunting me of things I haven't done. I make sure I get everything done with my work schedule. So I want to talk about an example of how this works. So let's imagine there are two TPT sellers and one person is using a to-do list and one person is using a work schedule. I want us to look at the downsides of using a to-do list and how the person using the work schedule might be a bit more productive. So person A has a to-do list and let's just say they have about five tasks on it and they range from really small easy tasks to the bigger hard things. Perhaps one of them is finishing a product that they're working on, they might have something like a blog post they need to write, maybe they've got something written down like email, you know, like one of those reminders you're like, I really need to just do something with email marketing that I'm just not doing. And maybe there's a few easy things on there like making some pins. The person that sits down, person A, they sit down with their to-do list and they look at it and they just kind of pick what they want to do. And obviously the natural instinct is to pick off the easier things, the quick things, the fun things, or the things we're good at. So person A will probably sit down and just make a few pins because that's something quick and easy. They might make some pins that day. And then the next day they sit down and that task is no longer there, but something else has popped up. It's like something about Instagram, maybe changing their bio because they heard that that's really important. And they see that on their list, that gets added. And so they decide to do that instead. And they jump onto the quickest and the easiest and the fun things that kind of give you that satisfaction. Oh, that's something easy I can tick off that makes me feel good. Um, this goes on for like another few days. And you can imagine that by the end of the week, those hard tasks are still on the to-do list. The email marketing is never going to get done. Is that blog post ever going to get written? Probably not. Now, person B has a work schedule. They have each of those tasks on a different day. So day one, they are told that they've got to finish that product. That's what Monday's task is. And so they sit there and finish the product. 
And on Tuesday, when they sit down, it says on their schedule, you finished the product. Now you've got to write the blog post. They don't have any other options. There's no pin making. There's no going on Instagram. They've just got to make a blog post. It's one simple task. And because they've already done the product the day before, they can write the blog post. And the same thing happens the next day. Their only task is email. They don't get distracted by anything else or tempted. They are told you must do email today. And well, I did make that product and I wrote that blog post because I was really productive this week. I could write a quick email about those two things. And then by the end of the week, they're just finishing off those easy things. Person A has got a never-ending to-do list that never ends and always has hard stuff on it. More stuff keeps being added and they just continuously pick the easy things. Person B has a work schedule where everything on their to-do list, whatever you want to call it, everything that's in their business has a certain day and it gets covered. By the end of the week, they've covered all the tasks they need to cover because it was told to them on a schedule. Person A may not because they just kind of picked and choose the fun things. So that's kind of my view on why I think to-do lists don't often work for people because the sad truth is we can't really be trusted. And a to-do list gives us all this autonomy to kind of choose things that we feel like doing. You know, when we're on a day where we're feeling lazy and tired, we just pick the easy thing. With a work schedule, you can't really fight it. It's a lot harder for you to be lazy and unproductive. And I'm not saying that, you know, there's no flexibility in this business because it's so important for you to have days where you have like a cheat day. It's kind of like with healthy eating. You don't have to eat salads all the time. You can have a cheat day. It's the same thing. You could have a day where you just don't feel like writing a blog post and that's okay. You can do something easier instead. But 80% of the time in your business, you are following a schedule and you're making the things you're supposed to make and you're doing all the things you're supposed to do. And if you lapse every now and then, that's okay. But if most of the time you're spending on your business is kind of being a big cheat day, your business is just not going to run as smoothly. So we have to have a bit of structure and routine in what we do. Now, for those of you thinking, I like to do lists, I like physically ticking stuff off, it makes me feel good. You don't have to abandon to-do lists altogether. You just have to use them in a different way. So you could have a schedule like I do that says Monday evening is making a product. And you could have a to-do list next to you for that day that breaks down some of the tasks. If that makes you feel good, it can say on there, make the cover photo, upload to TPT, blah, blah, blah. It can have like a few little steps on there. So my suggestion with to-do lists is that they could be a daily thing or they could be just a small list of your task broken down. So you pick a thing that you're going to work on and then you break it up into manageable chunks and then you can sit there and physically tick it off if you want to. Like making a product is an overwhelming thing. It's such a huge endeavor. You can have a to-do list that breaks it down into cover and thumbnails and preview. That's okay, but your whole business shouldn't run on that bit of paper. That should just be a little facet of it, a thing that helps you tick things off and feel organized. I love post-it notes and bits of paper for reminders of things but my business doesn't rely on this bit of paper and I don't get overwhelmed and stressed out by this bit of paper so my suggestion is definitely to consider using a work schedule instead of to-do list or to use a to-do list in a more strategic way that's just breaking down small manageable tasks that you can do and doesn't have these big giant things on there that are going to overwhelm you And the other thing I want to talk about in this episode is having goals, because I think this ties in really well with this. If you just have a to-do list with a bunch of tasks on it, you'll probably just neglect the things you don't feel like doing. But if you have a goal that you have to do something, it's more likely that you'll achieve it. So I think having a goal is better than having endless to-do lists. For example, a goal might be to tackle email marketing, like I mentioned in the previous example. 
And if you just write that on your to-do list, the word email, is that ever going to get done? It's this big, scary task and it's probably just going to get avoided. Now, if you have a goal that says you are going to work on email marketing and it's a specific smart goal, you are much more likely to get it done. So for email marketing, for me this year, um, my goal is about sending an email every week on a certain day. It's very specific and it's on my schedule so that on that day I'm sending that email. So my goal was to send an email every Tuesday and on my schedule it says that I'm sending the email on Tuesday. I don't have a to-do list with the word email on it that I'm just going to probably ignore. I have a really specific goal that I'm working towards. Now my goals aren't anything fancy. They are literally just on a Word document but they do have really specific wording. They're not too generic. Just like how we do with our students. We don't pick big generic goals we have smart goals that are really specific and measurable and achievable and time sensitive or relevant whatever the acronym stands for so I try to really make my goals very specific and I've even got some dot points that outline some of the things I want to work on like I want to make my emails more conversational and friendly so I have a few check boxes next to these goals and I'm going to check in on them every quarter so I'll see in quarter one did I send that email every Tuesday uh, that makes me feel really accountable. It's not something that I can ignore. It's not a dot point somewhere that I will just ignore. It is a goal I'm working on and it's in my schedule and I'm like pretty sure I'm going to get it done. So if you're someone that's really been struggling with productivity, I really think things like this could be really powerful. And I think changing your systems to something like goals and work schedules might be a really impactful change. So I would definitely recommend setting yourself some goals and staying away from big giant to-do lists and see how you go. Okay, that's all I wanted to talk about today. Make sure that you're following me on Instagram because I obviously give lots of posts and stories and tips and advice for TPT. So make sure you've got your post notifications turned on in case you feel like you might miss them. And I will see you guys in the next episode. Have a terrific day. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Terrific Teacherpreneur. If you're enjoying the show, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and review on your preferred podcast listening platform. We really appreciate that effort. Come back for more actionable tips and helpful wisdom in the next episode with your host, Alex. Until then.